Uh, we're not even going to talk about Eric Adams and his comings and goings. He's such a non-entity. He doesn't really count. I mean, if we had somebody doing something and actually knew how to do something, it would be one thing. But since he doesn't matter um, and he's going on vacation now, a la Kamala Harris, to find the root causes of our immigration problem. One of the big root causes, well, is you, Ewick, because you invited all this crap and you antagonized the people who could have helped us to thwart it. Because you don't know what you're doing, because you are uh, intellectually below average uh, for such a big job. Uh, you were living in New Jersey, by the way, and uh, you literally have done nothing with your life other than con people, especially a handful of Democrat voters on the last day of school in 2021 in a city of 8 million people. Clubhouse politician gets 200,000 votes. Ranked choice voting, presto changeo, he's the mayor of the greatest city, what was the greatest city in the world. It is a joke, and so are you. Hi, James Flippin. Hey, Greg, what's going on? So I guess you're not convinced that Mayor Adams is going down to Mexico to try to convince migrants not to come here to New York. I think he's got uh, other things in mind when he travels internationally. Oh, yeah, big time. So what else is going on? Uh, let's see. So, you know, the UAW strike is stretched into day 20, and Governor Kathy Hochul joined the picket line today in Rockland County. What? She was alongside picketers up in, uh, I can't remember what town it was, but up in Rockland County, she was joining the UAW picket line. Oh. Uh, what about that little girl? Oh, the one who was finally rescued up yeah. in upstate New York. Yeah. Yeah, wild story. I mean, you know, the guy that allegedly kidnapped her, um, I guess there is some speculation that he might have even tried to do this weeks ago because there was a woman who said she was stopped dead in her tracks watching news reports saying, I remember a guy who approached my grandson in kind of the same fashion. Um, they were in the backyard or something like that. This guy showed up and then she said, oh, maybe I can get my husband to help you. And then the guy took off. Uh, this guy's got to have serious mental problems. I mean, uh, he rang the doorbell to deliver the ransom note. Right. I mean, this is not how you do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's definitely in some way, shape or form mentally disturbed. I've heard that he had financial problems. Um, You know, I, I don't know. You hear about a little girl getting taken like that. You kind of automatically assume the worst. But I don't know. Maybe this was just some desperate situation for the guy. You don't you know, you don't. Fortunately, you don't hear about it as much because it is so like, you know, they're so findable. There are cameras all over the place. You know, this is the one place I guess it could happen in the woods. Um, but you don't hear about these abductions anymore, although there is child trafficking, uh, but you just don't hear about kids getting snatched off the street, right? That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I, there was a story out of uh, South Jersey like five or six years ago where this, this woman, I believe, a girl, I should say, young girl, who I think may have been recently, uh, she may have migrated to the country recently, and she was, uh, she disappeared from some park in South Jersey. They thought maybe her father was involved, and he took her back to Mexico. I don't know whatever happened with that case. I don't think they ever found her. But yeah, generally speaking, you don't hear about them that often. It does happen. I now I'm remembering the Libby Kletsky case. Remember that the um, the young Orthodox Jewish boy abducted. Yeah, and he was strangled to death. It was mm -hmm. a terrible, terrible, terrible story. So it does happen, and it's horrible. Aton Potts, uh, Pats, like years ago. I mean, that was back in like the 70s, right? Aton Pates. Yeah, we um, and we solved that case. We solved that case, Pedro. Hernandez, I think his With name is. the handyman is. or something like that? He was a, uh, he was working in the deli down the street. Oh, yeah, that's right. Right across from the school bus stop. 
and uh, he confessed to a church group decades later that he did something bad in New York, and they called the cops, and they started investigating, and my dad, actually, I was really proud of this moment, because uh, I remember when that kid went missing so vividly, and, you know, where the hell was he? Everybody was talking about it, and I think he might have been the first kid on a on a milk carton. Yep, that's what they say. And, you know, it was just like, it was, it, it captivated the entire country and it remained a mystery anyway. Um, so my dad announced that they got the guy, Pedro Gonzalez at a press conference in, um, in police headquarters, mm. but he was just a Lieutenant at the time. And we talked about it, you know, and we were just, so, um, hmm. yeah, I, the Pates family, do you remember the first jury was actually a hung jury? The evidence against this Hernandez guy was overwhelming. And it was actually a hung jury, one guy, one mm. jerk. But they came back. And I think the Pates family is still, um, the guy's still in the photography business. All right, I'm sorry. I'm talking too much, James. What else? Well, let's see. We also have a study out that says New Yorkers have the nation's worst commute times, 33 minutes on average. That's up from 31 minutes in 2021. New Jersey, the third worst commute time. That's per the U.S. Census Bureau. Any thoughts on that? Uh those are kind of phony. Those stories are kind of I, phony. Most of the time I agree with you, but when it comes from the U.S. Census Bureau, I'm like, all right. I mean, generally speaking, there should be some standard approach to this. Right? Have you ever filled out a census form? I think I have, actually. I think <laughs> I did this most recent uh, census. You, you, prob- <laughs> you probably show up for jury duty, too. <laughs> what? What kind of, what kind of uh, a do-gooder citizen is this? I you fill sh- that thing out? I have shown up for jury duty before, but never selected to serve on a jury before. No, I'm only kidding. I show up for jury du- duty, too. And, yeah, they kicked me off right away. So this guy, um, it was a worker injury thing, you know? Oh, and, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what do they call those? Personal injury? Anyway. Liability. He's suing his employer because he was using a machine at work and um, he lost his finger. And um, nice. they they so they're it's called voir dire to see what the jurors going to yeah, say. Right. And they put me up there and uh, they kind of give me the basic facts. And one of the question I remember, she said, "Can you see any circumstance where this gentleman does not receive money?" And I said, "No." And they were like, the, the whole room, everybody like looked at me. And they repeated the question, wait, do you see any circumstance where this man does not receive money? I said, no, I, 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 I do not. They're like, how, well, all right, what if we were to tell you that he violated this protocol, this protocol, and the instruction handbook? Do you still say he deserves no money? I said, I, I no, I do believe he deserves some money. And the, the, guy, the guy just, why? Well, I said, because he showed up to work with 10 fingers and he went home with nine <laughs> that's on that's, somebody that i mean that like what I, I i i i don't think he took if he took his hand and said hey watch this everybody but nobody said he did that and he's suing he's got to get some money i hope he did maybe i just should have kept my mouth shut and get on the jury and try to hook him up yeah but you didn't see that as the honest and forthright way of handling that. that's true i would not have done that you got to be truthful um, totally. Uh, oh, I do remember also, gosh, Rosanna Scotto, God bless her. Um, I was taking pictures, not in the jury room, but like in the 
area where jurors wait. They're like the pl- uh, lobby, I guess. Or yes, like she that. totally flipped out. <laughs> she just totally, Greg's violating the law. Stop, stop. And somehow it became a big deal. But anyway, love Rosanna, and I remember that. She probably doesn't remember that story, but I remember it. It's a long time ago. All right, anything else? Well, it's just interesting how there's two different trials kind of, you know, taking place right now here in New York. The one is a fraud trial. It's for FTX co-founder Sam Bankman-Fried. They're doing jury selection and opening arguments may get underway soon. Of course, there's also the civil fraud trial for former President Trump. But I'll leave it up to you to decide which one's getting more headlines. Uh, Yeah, the Sam Bankman-Fried thing seems to have faded away. But that guy seems pretty guilty to me. That's a genuine case. He ripped off a lot of people. But who knows? I mean, it's very complicated, that crypto stuff. James, you're the best. Thanks, Greg. Thank you. Thank you.